The following podcast is part of the Underdog Sports Podcast Network. For advertising information or to find more great podcasts, visit us at www.theunderdogsports.com and follow us on Twitter at RealTheUnderdog. Yeah, welcome to another episode of the Pick 6 Show. We are proud partners of the Underdog Podcast Network. We are also on Underdog TV. You are watching us. If you are watching us, subscribe. If you're listening to us, subscribe. Like, comment, that that stuff all helps. You're uh, listening and watching. Sean and Brad. Brad, how's it going, man? I'm fantastic, buddy. How you doing? I'm doing all right. Just to remind our listeners, uh, this is the second episode of the season, second episode of really the show history at this point. Uh, what we do, it's not rocket science. Um, we pick our favorite six bets against the spread of the week. Um, we do the Get Paid podcast earlier in the week where we kind of preview the games, and then Brad and I uh, put our heads together, and we pick our favorite bets. Last well, season, Sean, yeah. even though it's not rocket science, we yeah. still managed to <laughs> not pick six. The first week. <laughs> the first week, somehow on the Pick 6 podcast, we picked five games. Um, let's uh-huh. just chalk it up to first show jitters. I don't know how we ended up doing it. But the good news, Brad, the good news is that we made money. Uh, we That is correct, We sir. were 3-2 and two in those five bets in the Pick 6 podcast. We were 3-2, and two, and I just need to say, we did not take the Green Bay game, correct? We didn't. Um, we we loved it. And I'm surprised it. we did not. No, Why you know what happened? I ended up in the hospital, you remember? That's right. So what ended up happening, plus we record these, generally we record these on like Fridays. Um, We're recording a little earlier this week, which we'll get into in a little bit. But yeah, we didn't take Green Bay, which we loved. So we actually started the season 1-0 in our agreements. We agreed on nine games last week. We were 5-4. and You know, it's a week one. It's lackluster. My picks, actually, because I I use a computer kind of algorithm to help me make my picks. It's not the only thing I do, but, you know, it's part eye test. It's part computer stuff. Uh, So it helps me make my picks. Um, my computers were kind of off. You know, it takes a couple of weeks of data. Basically, you know, I get better between weeks like three and sixteen, three and seventeen. That's my hot season. Uh, so to start three and two, I was very happy with that. I was in another pick'em contest. I started four and one in that one because I brought the Rams game in, which you didn't uh, completely love. Uh, so Brad and I, I think we were either at five hundred or above five hundred individually together. We were better than that, and then. Um, you know, our percentage was better on the Pick 6 podcast. So that's what we do. Uh, my my uh, my daily fantasy sleepers from last week, a couple of them hit big. A couple of them kind of flamed out. Kirk Cousins only throwing the ball 10 times actually hurt. That was weird. How it, can you go the whole game only throwing 10 times? They were what dom- is that? Man, they, domin- they just dominated physically. They dominated Atlanta. and Dalvin, So they just ran the entire ran. time? And you know I mean, what's that's funny? the only other choice. The funny thing is, like, Dalvin Cook, like, weird. I think he only had 21 carries. So you th- you figure like Kirk Cousins and um, Alexander Madison, who I like quite a bit. Um, I think he had seven or nine carries. You're talking about you're like basically your running backs getting about 28 carries, your quarterback throwing the ball 10 times. That's just a ball control game at that point. That's man. bizarre. It was such a weird. I was because every week you know to feed my daily fantasy projections and my um, my betting stuff and all that. I I take the stats in every week and I actually manually I don't scrape because I like to go in there and I like to look at the stats. And so rather than get like a service to come back or scrape the data and everything, I go into the game book on NFL.com and I look at the game book. And when I saw it, I thought that maybe the game book was was wrong. I saw because I saw 10, uh, 10 throws from Cousins and I was expecting to see like 30 or 40 carries. 
And there was only like, you know, 28 combined carries or something like that. I was like, holy. I just, Atlanta doesn't go, hey, they're running all over us. Let's uh, stack the box. I think that's the problem. I think they were. Doing I that. mean, and, well, and, and, and let's let's face it. Cousins, when he threw the ball, he was 8-10 to 10 and had a touchdown to Thielen over the top. I mean, they Minnesota really imposed their will. That's why I, I know we're not going to use them this week. But that's why yeah. I kind of like them against Green Bay. Not yeah, so much yeah. not so much because of Thielen and Diggs, who I love, but their ability to, to run the ball last week. I'm really curious to see how they go, you know, it's because uh, Minnesota's offense did whatever they wanted to do against well, Atlanta. Well, here's the thing that happens in week one, right? I mean, everyone likes to label good, bad, bombs, awesome, right? Yeah. Everyone loves to do that. We're all prisoners of the moment. So my thinking is Minnesota had a great game and they dominated, right. okay? Are they going to do that again? No. Kirk Cousins is going to have to throw, right? They're going to come back mm-hmm. down to earth. And another thing, is Miami going to be the dumpster fire that we saw week one? Yes. In okay, week two, yeah, so, they will be. We'll get to that in a bit. I know we, we're, we, you and I are on opposite sides of the spectrum. That so, can't be possible. <laughs> it can't be possible. Well, like I Mark said, last week we, we, we agreed on nine games, and both of us were surprised that we agreed on so many games. And then this week we actually literally only agreed on six, and some of the games that we agreed on we don't love. So we're going to let everybody know as we yeah. work our way through the games. We're not actually going to bet all the games this week. Um, we're not going to put our money on every single game, but we are going to pick them. Um, but, um, you know, if we're not going to put our money on it, we're going to let you know. We're not going to bet on every single game this week. Uh, and I have a couple of candidates, kind of some late, um, you know, some of the lines moved, Brad, uh, this week, which I'll update everybody on, too, as we go through it. And then, um, you know, I have some late candidates to, to kind of talk and maybe maybe debate because we were on the fence about a couple of things, and I feel a little bit stronger about some stuff. So, um, you know, I've, I've reconsidered a couple of things. But... Uh, you uh, let me say we're recording on Thursday. So last week we talked about and we did some analysis on the Thursday night games, and that will be the norm. But Brad's actually traveling this week, and um, what are you flying out today, tonight, tomorrow? What what is it? Tomorrow night, tomorrow so, late evening around tom- five okay. o'clock. I fly to I fly to your city, buddy. Oh, that's right. You're going to be here. Yeah. You're going to be in Chicago land. Yeah. What are you going to be yeah, doing? Yeah. This you're going to be watching the Packers game with some family, right? I am. I'm going to meet my cousin and my uncle, and my mother is going to meet us there as well. Okay. And um, I don't know how close we're going to be to you. I what really city don't. are you going to be in? You know, the last time I was an hour and a half from you. Remember oh, that that's when I drove right. to you from my cousins? But he moved. So it is possible that he moved an hour yeah. closer to you. Tell me what the city is, because if you're going to be in like on the weekends, you know I'm not really doing much until Sunday. Sunday I'm going to be glued to the TV, obviously. Well, I know this crew, man, and we're going to be partying, especially Saturday. Yeah. Make no mistake about it. So I'll just leave it as a possibility. I'll find out what what city. Yeah, I'll talk to the wife, see if uh, we want to make it a little family outing, just to say hey. But you know I'm going to see you in a couple weeks anyway in Miami right. for uh, right. for all the games. So if it doesn't work out, it doesn't work out. If it does, it does. So. Um, so anyway, sorry we don't have any uh, Thursday night commentary about you know, Cam Newton and um, and Jameis Winston squaring up. Brad, you shared an interesting stat with me before the show. You want to get into that one? Yeah. I uh, The leader for the most consecutive games lost by a quarterback would be Cam Newton at seven. Yeah, and when I, when I was looking, because you asked me the trivia question over text, and I thought about it, and I was like, you know, his name came to mind, but I thought uh, certainly Carolina could have won a game late in the season last year. I was surprised by that. I thought I am get, surprised as well. I, I don't remember them losing six straight right, to end the season. Right, and and actually, that's that's what kind of eliminated him for me. Is I just I don't remember them going on that losing streak. The ones that came to mind for me were uh, Case Keenum because I you know he was quarterbacking okay. the the Broncos, so I thought you know Keenum, and then he lost in Week One. So I was trying to think of teams that were bad last year. I thought about Derek Carr, but obviously he won. 
Um, you know, I was thinking okay. about these teams. I, I thought Eli Manning actually typed it out. But then I took it back. Yeah, so, yeah so I was those, thinking of all the bums, too. I thought maybe San Francisco for a sec. I didn't, you know, I didn't yeah. know what they did to end the year. They right. weren't that bad, but I yeah, know but they Yeah, but Garoppolo only like, had a couple of games, you know, and then he went Yeah, and they had the third yeah. stringer in, so yeah, maybe right. they were a possibility. But I guess sure. the reason, you know, I saw this on, on a TV show this morning, and the yeah. reason they asked is because it's, it's a curve, you know. It's like it's someone you really wouldn't think of. Yeah, right. But it makes me so happy, the answer. <laughs> I can't stand that guy. Yeah, well, you know, I think the Panthers are going to be better. I mean, Christian McCaffrey is is a world beater. I think, you know, the guy um, that they drafted, oh, gosh, uh, Greer, I think his name is. I think he was a West Virginia quarterback. It's interesting because, like, going into the 2018 college football season, I think he was like on everybody's big board, you know, top top quarterback on the board and all that stuff. And I think he had a bad year. Maybe it was two years ago he was at. I, I do remember him being the top quarterback on a board somewhere. Maybe it was two years ago. I don't remember. But, um, you know, Carolina ended up with him. He didn't look bad in training camp. And no. then, you, you know, you look at a guy like Gardner Minshew who took over for Nick Foles in week one um, of the um, – of the NFL season, and he goes like twenty-two. Like these guys that are unheralded, these 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 college quarterbacks are coming in just more ready to play now because of all the camps that they go to, uh, you know, in the off season and all that stuff. They're just more prepared, so it's going to be interesting. I'm curious to see. I think Gardner Minshew is going to have a tougher week. I can't remember who Jacksonville's playing. I'll look it up. And oh, Houston. I think he'll have a tougher week. Um, yeah, man, it's going to well, be interesting. Here's the thing. Here's the thing, man. This happens all the time. When the first, I've seen this over and over. Especially during Packer games. When we injure the starting quarterback, the backup comes in and just tears us. <laughs> the Redskins do that for years, man. They make careers in backup quarterbacks. And I and I think it's because you haven't prepared for them. There's no film. You don't mm. know their tendencies. You don't know what right. they like to do. And all these things matter. Yeah. So I think now knowing – what's this guy's name? Shinshu Minshu? Minshu Gardner. And Minshu Everybody's Gardner, favorite who, Gardner. Everyone's favorite Gardner. Who are they playing against again? Houston. Houston. So Houston knows he's starting. They're going to have a week to look at his college film. Um, and I think that's that's what causes these guys to come in during the game and have some success, right. in my opinion. Yep, yep. Understood and agreed. Um, so tonight, uh, just to rehash, uh, well, I guess, you know what, it, because this show's going to air after the game, so it's no point in actually even talking about the game. Uh, let's just move it on to the, uh, to the Sunday games. Uh, no, no, no. Before we do that, let's do uh, – Brad, I'll go to the teaser next, but let me do the, my daily fantasy budget plays, my favorite okay. six ba- daily fantasy budget plays. Uh, first one at quarterback. I pick six players, uh, one quarterback, two receivers, two running backs, and a tight end. Um, my first one is Derek Carr. He's at 5100 bucks on DraftKings right now. I like him for a couple reasons. One, um, they have a running game that is going to be um, utilized quite a bit, and I think that's going to open some things up in play action. Two, I think Kansas City is going to be able to score on Oakland, and I think that Oakland's going to have to score to be in the game. So, you know, like we saw last week with uh, Matt Ryan and Kyler Murray getting some late touchdown passes, if that ends up happening this week, you know, and and the Raiders are down, they're going to be throwing the ball. I think Carr can get in there. Uh, Three, he was efficient in week one against the Broncos and the Broncos, I think aren't that bad of a defense at all. As, as we talked about last week on this show, um, that was one of the games we missed Brad in our picks last week. Uh, frankly, I think we should have won it um, because yeah. Denver was in the red zone quite a bit, but Oakland, man, you got to credit them. Their defense came out, played fast. Um, and we'll see how that continues. I'm um, looking to see, you know, kind of what, continues to, to happen from the in the NFL in week two. And then, you know, once, like I said, weeks three through week 16 are really earning season for us. Um, and then another one is um, 
he's pushing the ball downfield, uh, which he didn't really do last year. He's taking shots. He's got a tight end to throw to. He has some receivers. So I, I like Derek Carr at a 5,100. Um, I think that's a good value. At running back, usually I try to stay in the $5,000 budget range, but Austin Eckler at 6,100, you got to mm-hmm. go with this guy. He got three touchdowns last week. He's catching the ball. Uh, with the Chargers, who we'll be talking about a little bit later, uh, they're missing Hunter Henry now. Their tight end went out with a knee injury. Um, he's going to be out four to six weeks. Mike Thomas is, is questionable at this point don't know the coaches um it's concerned about it so Eckler that he's going to be involved in the passing game again 6100 he's a starting caliber guy I think he put up over 40 points in DraftKings last week I think another 20 to 30 is a reasonable uh, expectation this week in their matchup we have uh let's see Marlon Mack is somehow only at 5900 NFL mm. leading rusher. Uh, he, they're playing Tennessee, tough defense, don't get me wrong. Uh, but Nick Chubb, when Cleveland ran last week, got yards. And I think Mac. I think this offense is going to go through Mac, and I think he's a good one to have, especially at that budget. So I can tell you I'm going to have a lot of lineups with Eckler and Mac at that value, 6,100, uh, 5,900. Give me that all day. At receiver, we get a little bit more obscure. I like Brad. We, you saw what happened last week uh, with uh, Deshaun Jackson in Washington, right? Yeah, body dog. Yeah, Love yeah. Deshaun. And so, well, like, that guy's been around forever, huh? Taking the top off defenses for a long time. Now. Long time. And you know, I'm not going to take Jackson this week because you know it's a Monday. I usually need to take the Sunday games in in, um, in daily fantasy. But what I saw was that Washington has, I think, probably a deficiency with over the top guys <laughs> with their secondary coverage. Uh, I think Washington versus Dallas this week. I think this gives Michael Gallup, who got a lot of targets, a lot of yards last week. I think this gives him the opportunity to get some big plays in the end zone. I think he will find the end zone. This week, he's only at uh, $5,000 in DraftKings, so I like him there. Uh, and then another guy, McCole Hardman. Now that Tyreek Hill is out, the big question is, you know, what's Kansas City going to do at receiver? To me, the most similar guy to Tyreek Hill on that squad is Hardman. Um, he's a guy that's going to be the over-the-top guy. He's going to be the guy that in the route tree is going to hopefully open things up for Sammy Watkins. But I like Hardman to get behind defenses this week. Um, he is only at 4800 <clears throat> excuse me, $4,800 on DraftKings. I think that's good value. And then let me close this out um, with uh, Virgil Green at tight end. Like I said, Hunter Henry is out. Virgil Green for the Chargers is only at $2,700. You can't really get a lot of cheaper guys than that in Daily Fantasy. Um, so he's going to have some opportunities. And especially if Mike Thomas doesn't play, you're basically you have Keenan Allen, Austin Eckler, and, uh, and Virgil Green and Travis Benjamin in the passing game. And I do think the Chargers will have a pretty decent week. So there you go. There's my six once again to clean this up. Derek Carr, Austin Eckler, Marlon Mack, uh, Michael Gallup, McCole Hardman, and Virgil Green. So Brad, you want to take it away with the uh, with the teaser. Who, who would you tease this week? I would love to take it away. All right. I got three teams on my board. All right. So what is that Miami spread again? Are we talking 19 It actually went up. It's 19 and a half. No, no, no. It went I, down. I'm sorry. It's 19. Wait, let me look, let me look, let me... No, it's 19 and a half. It went from 19 to 19 and a half, so it went up. 19 and a half, so I'll move that one six or seven points um, to make it, what, 26 and a half? <laughs> I still wouldn't take... I still uh-huh. wouldn't take the Dolphins in that game. I think you're out of your mind, man. <laughs> I know it's I it's more points than I can remember seeing in a spread, but I still wouldn't take that game, even with the tease. But okay, go keep going. <laughs> All right, so I love, love, love that one. And uh, it's funny because we actually have dissension on that one. Yeah. But I'm not going to let you influence me. Not <laughs> no, anymore, no, don't, Sean. Don't, no, don't succumb to the peer pressure. You've been me in for years. <laughs> okay, also I'd like to tease Baltimore is a 13.5-point favorites. I would like to tease them down to 6.5-point um, favorites. Yeah, I think that's a good one. That's okay. a nice, safe one. 
Yeah, I think those two are great. I think Baltimore is the best one of the week by by way of teaser. Um, also, I like to take Pittsburgh, which is a four point favorite, and make them a three point underdog underdog at home versus Seahawks. I like that. Minus, uh, and those are my three teasies. So Baltimore was that um, was that minus six and a half is what you wanted it to be. Yeah, if you moved it seven points, let's say we move them all seven points. Yeah. Okay. And then uh, and then the Dolphins go up to twenty six and a half, which I still wouldn't do. The only thing the only thing that's going to save is we talked about on the Get Paid podcast. By the way, if you're not a subscriber of that, um, it's really good. We go a lot more in depth to all, into all the games. We do like the daily fantasy projections and all that. Um, but um, what we talked about in that game is the you know, I think the only thing saving this from like a fifty to ten type game for New England is that uh, you know they have some familiarity with that uh, the the coach there and the coaching staff they all came over from new england brian flores i I don't think they'll run the score up super high but i still wouldn't feel comfortable taking that 26 and a half man listen there's one thing that you're forgetting i think is every year every year every year new england has a tough time in miami you're right you are right about that but it's a different regime i don't I don't, I don't know, man. Let me just say, I just don't feel comfortable. Know, and I'm not letting you year. influence me on this one. All right, all right. It's a different year. It's different teams. <laughs> I give you that. The past is not equal to future. Um, however, I still like it. Yep. 26 and a half. Man, can I, get, can, can I feel any safer than that? <laughs> I don't I don't. I think you could. I think you could do it for 35 and a half. <laughs> well, can you buy 13 points? I don't know. I don't know. You Whatever know? the cost is, I still wouldn't do it. I don't care. Yeah. I don't, this line could be 50, and I don't think I would bet uh-huh. on my – No, we, we played this game. Like, what what would it take? What would it take for me to bet on my say? A this week? You said 27 or something like that? Uh, yeah, let me push that up to 30. Let me push okay. that up to 30. Oh, I like I like that shift down in the camera, man. Framing, okay. framing the face out, buddy. I love it. I love it. All right. Let's, uh, let's dig right into um, – Let's dig right into these games, and we got six for you. I think the first three we feel, maybe even four, we feel pretty good about, and then uh, we're really kind of scratching to get that sixth pick. But uh, let's just go with the first one of the week, Arizona versus Baltimore. Uh, at this point, Brad, it was 13.5 when we talked. It's actually down to 13 now, so it went uh, actually in our favor because Brad and I are taking the Ravens. Can you see Oh, I think, this, I think this is the pick of the week. Yeah. 100%. It, 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 I think it, the, we never, like we were saying earlier in the week, we never take big point spread games. It, you know, when you once you get to you have to get to like two touchdowns to cover, it makes us uneasy. Um, but man, like here's here's my thing, Kyler Murray. We saw what Detroit's defense did to Kyler Murray early in the game, and you know, Brad and I, we've been talking about this in the preseason. You know, he's a he's a young quarterback. This offense wants to throw these short. You know, five to six yard routes, maybe even three to five yard routes, kind of hit receivers on the run, giving them a chance to go. But the thing is, they're not throwing a lot of balls over the middle. Like when you see mm-hmm. Tom Brady throw those slants, Brad, to like Edelman, he's over the top, over the line of scrimmage. He's throwing the ball um, to the middle to like Edelman, and he's catching it on a slant. Well, Kyler Murray being short, it's a little. Uh, you know? Dude, I'm sorry. I never saw a quarterback look so small. Yeah, I've never seen that before. It was weird. And I just. I mean, it sucks for him because I'm sure he's super athletic. Dude, sure like his great. arm, he's got a cannon for an arm. I, he might have yeah. one of the stronger arms in the league, but I, I just, I, I know, I just don't think. I don't think the odds are that it's going to work. That's all. Yeah. And, uh, and yeah, I mean, I'm, I'm basing this on his height and his his height alone. Like, I mean, we saw Doug Flutie at the end of his career. You know, he got a little spry um, when the Chargers were still in San Diego. They were wearing the dark blue helmets back then. Um, we saw him, you know, Flutie work as like a backup quarterback in New England. 
those short guys, man, the, the problem is, is like, you know, because I know a lot of people are like, oh, I'm so sick of hearing you guys short. The thing is like when you're throwing the ball and I'm, I've, re, I've, I've said this in a couple of different podcasts and a de- couple different shows now, when you're five, nine or five, ten, whatever he is, he's like five, nine, I think. And you're trying to throw the ball over an offensive tackle on a slant that's six, seven and the defensive lineman six, four and can push off the offensive line and I jump know, up and bat the ball down that, you know, he had Kyler Murray had a lot of balls batted down and batted up last week that weren't intercepted now you, i'm sure and they're gonna get intercepted right? go, so at, at some law of averages man they're gonna get picked and when those batted ball when those balls get batted up and it's the ravens we're talking about they've been strong on defense for 15 years you know give or take maybe more at this point the ravens Fierce. yeah they're 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 gonna be a good de- team and they're gonna be opportunistic i think that this week is a definite pick six maybe multiple pick six Fierce. candidate week for for Murray. yes Yes, and here exactly. And here's the thing, Sean. What's to stop these defensive linemen from like not rushing him? Like, why expend all this energy rushing him? Why not just keep your head on a swivel and jump yep. up and, and right? Like I that know. seems to be a great strategy because these guys are what six, 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 seven on the defensive line. Yeah, and they're just mountainous men, man. And they just, I mean. Put your hands up. I think, like, to combat this this offense, um, and we've seen it. We, you know, I'm not I'm not saying anything that's that's we haven't already seen backed up on tape. Is you know the the Ravens and what we saw the Lions do. They're going to crash up on the line of scrimmage. They're going to try to take away those short routes. The middle of the field, in, like short, isn't open at this point mm-hmm. until Murray can figure out how to get some windows to throw it. And if you're a team that's like trying to do like the Patriot type thing, this ball control passing offense, if you can't work the middle of the field and the short. It's 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 a challenge, and so what I'm worried about from a fantasy point of view. I know this isn't a fantasy football show too, but once you start having your you know like eight defenders in the box, crashing the line of scrimmage, you know you have your defensive backs you know on the side. They're not in the box, but they're 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 short. Well, what does that do to like David Johnson out in the flat? David Johnson, you run in those kind of wheel routes over the middle. It takes those away too. So you know these Mur- like Murray. It's almost like. You know, it's almost like the uh, the Cardinals are going to have to like spread out their offensive linemen a little bit more so that he can slide in the pocket and throw the ball. Mm-hmm. I just don't think uh, playing against Denver, like I think Arizona will have some games and this offense will settle in and it'll be a good offense. I'm not throwing too much shade at them, but early in in Murray's career playing a team like the Ravens after we saw what the Lions did to them for about three three and a half quarters. I just I, I think that Arizona's gonna have a hard time scoring in the first three quarters like they did last game. Maybe if Baltimore goes to prevent or something like that, they can um, you know they can get some points up. But like I said, you know the pick six potentials out there. Out there, Big it's time. out there. Uh, hey, pick six. It's the show, baby. We're talking pick sixes. Um, it's out there. I, I think that the Ravens' defense scores this week, and I think the offense on the Arizona is going to have a challenge. And we haven't even talked about the the offense on the Ravens, how good they looked. I know. Um, you know, this was I, – I think I might have actually texted you on Sunday. If not, we were talking about it on, um, on Monday when we talked or Tuesday when we talked. But this – offense, you know, the, the, lining like Jackson up in the pistol, he didn't even really run. I don't know if this is an element where they're going to try to have him run or if they're going to try to have him be a passer. Honestly, I don't think it matters because everything the Ravens wanted to do last week against Miami, they could do. Uh, mm. Marquise Brown looks fantastic. I think he's going to be a star. Lamar Jackson has really stepped up his passing game. I think he's really ascended. Um 
I, I can't say enough about how good this team looked last week. Greg Roman is offensive coordinator. I've been saying it since they moved him into that position. It was a slam dunk hire for this system. Um, you know, they can beat you running the ball. I know Ingram is banged up. I think he'll probably play, but even if he doesn't, you have Justice Hill and Gus Edwards. This team's going to be able to run. They're going to be able to throw the ball. Um, that's the biggest thing, man. He looked like a, a slightly bigger version of RG3 and RG3's rookie season, which was his yeah. best season in the NFL. You know, hit, hitting those things over the middle, hitting things over the top. Uh, he was just deadly accurate. For a while, he was like 7-7 seven to seven for like 200 yards and three touchdowns. I mean, yeah. it, this, team can, this team is a strong team. And Tucker hits his field goals too, man. There's not a weakness on this whole squad. There's not a... I, you know, to me at this point, they're probably the my division favorite. I'm not going to overreact yet because I still like Pittsburgh. I'm not overreacting yeah, right, to that loss, right. but that's a good one, man. So once again, Brad and I, I think our favorite pick of the week, one we will be spending some money on, the Baltimore Ravens. So there you go. And I do have every single mini helmet, but thanks to the team switching their helmets, I have to get a new hel- Dolphins helmet. But I'm not going to be picking them oh, this they season. Switched theirs, huh? They just um, the same colors, same kind of look, but they switched their dolphin a little bit. And the Titans went to a dark blue helmet. I still have their white helmet. Um, there might be another one out there. So I have to, I have to spend like ninety bucks in freaking new helmets. Mm. Advertising dollars. So why isn't anybody advertising on our show yet? We're fuck. We're freaking. We're freaking awesome. Ah. We're freaking awesome. That we are, my boy. That we are. Uh, okay, next game on the docket here for us. We have Chicago, Brad. The line has moved. Um, Chicago opened up as one-and-a-half-point favorites. They are now three-point favorites against the uh, – Chicago's three-points favorites against the Broncos. Broncos at home. Chicago on the road. And uh, Brad and I are taking the – oh, we're going mm-hmm. there. Two weeks mm-hmm. in a row we're going. Um mm-hmm. Brad, I tell you what. Why don't you lead off this this one with your uh, with your thoughts on the game? You know, this isn't one of my favorites. I um, I just think that a team that had lost on the road and coming back to win to to play their home opener, mm. I think the odds are in their favor no matter what teams they are. Like, right, you have to lean that way. Plus, you make them underdogs, okay? And Flacco is going against a great defense. Um, but if there's anybody that knows how to play against great defenses, it's him. You right, know? true. And I, I, you know, he's faced them all his career. He's, he was on Baltimore, and he's faced them in practice, I'm assuming. Um, he knows what he's doing. The game is not too big for him. And I think it's an insult to these guys to be underdogs at home to the friggin' Trubisky-led Bears. Yeah. I think that's insanity. I think the spread should be um, Denver by three. To be honest, and I, and I think Vegas whiffed on this one, which is why we have to take Denver. Yeah, so let me just kind of sum up. There are some injury issues with Denver. They lost uh, Juwan James, you know, kind of the, the best offensive lineman they had probably. They lost him, at least for this game. He's got a janky knee, so I don't know that he's going to be back. Um, well, actually, I think he's already been ruled out for week two. That's a concern when you're talking about, like, hey, you can line Khalil Mack up on either side of the defensive line when you're going against somebody. And, and, the, and the, uh, the Raiders were feasting on that right tackle last week, but I think he'll be practicing practiced up and coached up this uh-huh. week. Um, another angle I like in this game is that Fangio, defensive, basically head coach for um, and runs the defense for Denver. Fangio knows Trubisky from running the Bears defense last year. He knows the personnel. He knows the strengths and the weaknesses. And that's one of those things that, you know, betters often miss, in my opinion, is the coaching staff changes in the familiarity, right? Um, I don't think it's as big of a factor this week um, with Flores and Miami and New England, uh, but I do think it'll be a factor with 
frustrating Mitch Trubisky. So I think that the Bears are going to try to run the ball. So I think this will be probably a little bit of an uptick for like David Montgomery, uh, Mike Davis, maybe Terry Cohen will be used a little bit more in the running game. I don't think he had a carry last week. But, you know, the passing game is what concerns me, Brad. Um, Allen Robinson was the only guy who did anything last week, I think, on that offense last week. Uh, Denver was able, um, you know, they had some matchup issues, but I think they'll be able to, to do a little bit better this week. Another thing is Denver, you know, Oakland, people who probably watched like in the East Coast and in the Midwest, if they watched the first half of that game, Denver looked awful. But if you watch the second half, Denver did outplay the Raiders in that second half. They were in the red zone constantly. They couldn't really punch it in. Um, look, are they more likely to punch it in against the Bears defense? Probably not. But I'm with you, man. This line's going up. Vegas, for some reason, likes Chicago. They liked Chicago last week. You and I picked Green Bay uh, last week. Um, that wasn't a homer pick for you either. We just liked the teams better. Yep. It ended up yep. shaking out that way. Um, I just like Denver. I, I think that their offense is going to improve. It started really, really slow in, um, in the first half. It picked up steam. Um, I, as I complained about and get paid, Philip Lindsay is, a, is just an electric player. Uh, so is Emmanuel Sanders. If they can get those guys a little bit more involved, push the ball downfield. Cortland Sutton's very good. I think Noah Fant will be more involved. I think Denver can get it done. I think it's going to be a low-scoring game, maybe like a 17-14, 17-16, maybe a 20-17, somewhere around there. I'd probably be on the under on that game. Um, but uh, But I do think Denver can cover that spread. So... Let's hope Flacco doesn't throw any pick sixes, Brad. Mm-hmm. I think it? he's good to go, man. I think he's good to go. And uh, who's the the um, who's the I don't even know the position anymore. The linebacker for Denver. What's that guy's name? That bad. Oh, Von Miller or Bradley Chubb? Either one. Yeah, right. And they're going to feast on Trubisky. And I know we're transitioning to the next game, but I think they're going to have a really fun time out there. Yep. Um, let's move it on now, Brad. Third game of the week. We are going to get to six because I haven't written down this week. Um, third game of the week. We have Seattle plus four at Pittsburgh. Brad and I like the Steelers. Pittsburgh. Oh, yeah. As bad as they looked on the road at New England to open the season, and they looked bad. Um, we think they rebound at home, um, and this is not a sh- not a slight to uh, to Seattle, but you know historically Pittsburgh plays better at home and on and worse on the road. Seattle's the same; they play better at home, worse on the road. Seattle had a hard time with Cincinnati, who Brad and I actually like. We think they're better than um, than advertised, but um, I think Chicago they have a tough interior front. I think they'll be able to contain Russell Wilson. I like Chris Carson's matchup. I do think he'll get some fantasy points. They'll have some move movement but I think that um, you know Pittsburgh at home I think that they'll rebound I think Roethlisberger will rebound from his really kind of bad game I will say though Brad did you watch that whole um, did you watch the entire New England Pittsburgh game or did you shut it off after it got out of hand I mean I had it on but I wasn't watching it I had a bunch of people over and it was out of hand and and nobody gave a shit after about you know it was bad did you see how slow Ben Roethlisberger looked? I, sw- I didn't get. I didn't really focus in on it, man. dude. I, I was... think Tom Brady can beat Ben Roethlisberger in a sprint these days. He looked. Yeah, slow. really. Well, he looks kind of fat, doesn't he? He does. I don't know. Maybe he. Fat maybe boy. It's breakup weight with Antonio Brown, who's going through some serious stuff. Let's not make light yes. of Antonio Brown. Yes. Um, um, yeah, I it's think weird. That- he he looks. A, he, I know he's Big Ben, but he looks a little too big for my liking. Yeah, too, um, big, too big Ben. Too big Ben. I don't think that's good with his age, right? He's got to be in his in his mid to late thirties, right? He should check and out the he should check out the video of us talking about intermittent fasting and. He should. You want to keep yourself sprite, man. You want to keep your yeah. joints nice and nice and light, right? Yeah, he's and, shortening uh, his career for sure. Um, you know, you see guys like Aaron Rodgers and Tom Brady 
Drew Brees are trying to get leaner. Um, they're trying to get more, you know, more mobility in their arm, more yeah, flexibility. Yeah, he's just a big fat know. piece of shit. And uh, <laughs> and um, but the thing about <laughs> Pittsburgh, man, is you want to take a team that's just been embarrassed. Like yeah. any team worth a damn, and Pittsburgh is worth a damn. Mm-hmm. They were just embarrassed on national television, mm-hmm. and if they have any gusto whatsoever, and I'd like to think they do, they're going to come back, and they're just going to right the ship immediately. You know, and the Patriots always tend to bottle up uh, the, the Steelers. You saw that they bracketed coverage, and they shut down Juju Smith-Schuster. Uh, that gave opportunities for other guys to succeed, like uh, like a Vance McDonald, like a Dante Moncrief, like a James Washington. Well, the problem, I thought, was... Um, it, Dante Moncrief didn't step up in that game. He had he had some opportunity um, as a fantasy player, and he didn't step up. I think going forward, James Washington will probably be the guy that they focus on. Again, you know, I was talking a little bit earlier about McCole Hardman kind of looking and being the most like um, Tyreek Hill uh, of the backup receivers in Kansas City. I kind of feel like James uh, Washington is the most like Antonio Brown in the way that he runs his routes and kind of blowing the top off the defenses. Obviously, he's not, right? He's not Antonio Brown, but... Um, you know, that might be a good thing depending on what happens with these mm. allegations. Holy crap. But, um, yeah, James Washington, I think will be there. James Washington actually had a deep pass down the sideline that for some reason he ran out of bounds. It seemed like he could have stayed in bounds. That was a little weak, I thought. But the big thing to me about that Patriots game with the Pittsburgh, uh, Steelers is that I thought Pittsburgh went five wide way too much. I think that they got a little bit too cute. They got away from, uh, James Conner and maybe it was a reaction to the scoreboard because they were getting manhandled, but Conner had a decent stat line. He'll be fine. I think he's questionable this week, but I'm sure he'll like kind of suit up and play there. I think Pittsburgh needs to to rely on the run. If for some reason Connor doesn't suit up, I think Jalen Samuel is a great uh, daily fantasy budget play for everybody because I do think Pittsburgh will stick to the run. And they do that. You know, this offensive coordinator, I can't remember his name, but since he took over for uh, for bar fight Haley, Todd Haley, um, a couple years ago, sometimes they'll just get away from the run. Um, sometimes they'll just you know, ignore Connor and, and Connor is a good running back. Sometimes they'll just ignore him and, you know, split him out receiver, go five wide too much. Um, I don't think that'll be the case this game. I do think that uh, Smith Schuster might have a little bit of a challenge, but I do think he'll score better. I think that, um, you know, Washington will be featured a little bit more than Moncrief was last week. And I think the running game will uh, uptick there. Seattle on their side, you know, they have Carson, but like I said, I like Pittsburgh's defense. They gave New England's running game a little bit of a hard time last week. New England has a strong running game. Oh, oh bless you, Brad. Bless you. Thank so you. So we had, um, uh, they gave the, the running game a hard time. I think Carson will do okay, but not great. So that really leaves Russell Wilson thrown to Tyler Lockett at this point. I do think that uh, DK Metcalf might have a better game, but I don't think it's going to be enough to deal with Pittsburgh, a very motivated Pittsburgh team. Now, here's the thing, though, Brad. If they lose, if Pittsburgh loses this game, uh, 0-2, you know, losing at home. And it, it, just imagine if they get embarrassed, which, again, we don't think is going to happen. Right. What happens if imagine? they get embarrassed? I mean, Russell Wilson has embarrassed many a folk, right? I mean, it yeah. is a possibility. He is a I mean, slippery. He's a slippery. He's a slippery piece of crap, little bugger, and um, obviously, we don't think it's going to happen, which is why we're taking Pittsburgh. But it is definitely right. possible. And if they go zero and two, embarrassed two two weeks in a row, yeah, we're going to be sellers on Pittsburgh. You got to be, got to be, got to be right. But listen, you know, I think that it used to be the narrative that if you go zero and two, your season is doomed, and I don't think that's yeah, the case so. anymore. I really don't. You know, you, you win a couple more, you're, you're back to 500. You know, like you could easily be six and four, you know, like mm. eight weeks later and you're in the playoff hunt, you yep. know. And um, I think that, that the panic mode, if they do get embarrassed, calm down. But still, yep. not good. 
not good. All right, let's move it to the next game. We have Philadelphia minus two at Atlanta. Brad and I are picking. Who are we picking? Who are we picking? Who are we picking? The Philadelphia Eagles. Um, I like. I don't the, like this one at all. You don't like this one. You like the. No, no? you like the Falcons I at home. I don't like this game, and maybe we agreed on it, which is why we're putting it on the. We did the docket. <laughs> yeah, we did, but I don't. You're out on this one now, huh? Yeah, I, I want nothing to do with this one, and uh, I don't feel great about it. I mean, Atlanta coming back home, uh, I, I I think they have just as likely a chance to cover. I'm sorry this goes against the whole theme of the show, but <laughs> i got to be transparent here. You're killing me, Brad. All right, let's just push it, let's push it to the next one then. Let's okay. push it to the next one then. We'll do uh, Detroit and the Chargers. Chargers minus three at Detroit, which I know you weren't the biggest fan of when we talked. Uh-huh. I am definitely not a fan of this one either. <laughs> we agreed on it. I'm not as uh, abhorrent towards this game as the last one we mentioned, but I don't love this one, man. I I, I don't think the Detroit is worth a you-know-what, but I like Philip Rivers. Going back to home. I like Philip Rivers too, man. Yeah. Uh, the, the problem the problem with this game, I think, from the last time we picked it, is Hunter Henry going out. Now you're going to your backup tight end. Mike Williams could be out. Um, so suddenly you basically have two of your pass catchers, two of your four to five pass catchers on a given route out. Um, that means defenses can focus a little bit more on Eckler, who I still think will have a fine game. Um, but it's a little bit, it's a little bit of a worry, right? I don't think I would bet this one at this point either. Um, but you know, it is a pick that we agreed on. Uh, so we'll track the success, but we're not going to bet it. Um, well, that takes us through our six man, but I have another candidate for you. I mentioned I have some candidates. Uh, Oakland um, and Tennessee, that line dropped to seven and a half. If it drops to six and a half by the end of the weekend, I'm going to take Kansas City. Um, wait, 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 what is it? You said Oakland and Tennessee. Oakland, what is it? I'm sorry, Oakland and Kansas City is what I meant to say. Oakland so if, and it Kansas, drops it's, to... if it Oakland, Oakland is getting seven and a half points. And if, they, um, and if it drops to six and a half, if it drops to six and a half, totally, 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 six and a half. Yeah, yes. I, I think you know, even with the Tyreek Hill injury, like I said, you know, Andy Reid's a smart coach; he'll get it going. And remember, he he made the Super Bowl with Todd Pinkston, and I think Freddie Mitchell is his receivers along with Terrell Owens, so he's going to get things going. Sammy Watkins physically looks better than he has in, in previous weeks. I don't know that I'd take it if it's above a touchdown. You, I could probably go at seven because I'd be fine with a push, Brad. Uh, but I think I think this should be a seven point spread. Um, we saw what happened in Monday nights, and the betting community I think is reacting to that. But I don't think you can keep um, Patrick Mahomes down, and I think Damian Williams has a return this game. He'll be quite well. McCoy will be involved, but I think Damian Williams will do well. And I think McCole Hardman, like I said, is a daily fantasy sleeper. Travis Kelsey, they just have too many weapons, man. We've been saying it all preseason. If this thing drops to seven, which it might do, I will take the Chiefs, and it sounds like mm-hmm. Brad will as well. So let's pencil mm-hmm. that in. Remember this next week. Um, if it drops by the uh, by Saturday morning, Brad and I will insert this game. Another game I like, Brad. I think the line moved. Hold on, let me uh, let me mess with my spreadsheet here. The line hasn't moved. It has stayed uh, stable. Cleveland minus three at the New York Jets. We were just talking about how um, if you go zero and two, it doesn't necessarily mean your season's over anymore. Mm-hmm. Um, in Cleveland's case, I do. I think that because of how tough and brutal the schedule is down the line, how, um, you know, Cincinnati is better than people thought that might be a split scenario when everybody else is penciling in two wins. Um, you know, Pittsburgh, we'll see what happens this week. I, Brad and I both think they'll, they'll rebound. Uh, they were our preseason favorite to win the division. Baltimore, Baltimore is good as we talked about. I will take 
the Browns, especially if this thing moves to like two and a half points, just because to me it's a must-win game. Um, I think I think you got to have it. But what do you think about that? If it if it gets to two and a half, it's at three now. If it gets to two and a half, would you take the Browns or would you just be a stay away bet, Brad? No, no, no. I would. Uh, wait, wait, wait. Sorry, I got confused. We're not taking the Browns, are we? We aren't. But that's who I would take if it drops to Cleveland minus two and a half. We're, it's not one of our picks. It's a candidate to to slip in there at the end of the week. I don't want to start. I don't want to start taking them, man. I dislike <laughs> them greatly. I'm over them. I'm, I want to go against them in every way. Hundred uh, um, percent. I have another candidate, one that we disagreed on from earlier in the week. I'm trying to sway you here, Brad. I'm trying to sell you on this one. Uh, I don't think I'm going to get you to to budge on this one. Um, Washington is missing their second quarterback. The line is still at uh, Washington plus six. I still like Dallas. I still like Dallas in this game. I think Ezekiel Elliott's going to be more involved. I think especially if Washington's missing their second corner, Gallup, uh, guys like Randall Cobb will pop off. Dak Prescott looked really good. How do you feel about that one at six points with Washington have a dinged up uh, second corner back there? So Dallas is favored by six on the road at Washington. Six on the road at Washington. So division, division home underdogs generally cover the spread too i think washington humbles them man i really do i think this is a trap game for dallas dallas is the type of team that 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 hears their own accomplishments right like they start feeling themselves real quickly yeah right yeah so as soon as they do that they they let off on the pedal by way of preparation and they start thinking they're so damn great that nobody could ever possibly touch them yep and i think that Washington humbles them. I like Washington in this one. Here's another game, Brad, that we we did agree on this one earlier in the week. I've had a change of heart. I've had a change of heart. The line has not moved. Um, no, I'm sorry. It has moved. It has moved actually in the favor of our bet. Uh, Buffalo Bills are minus one and a half at the Giants. Originally, we picked the Giants. I've had a change of heart. I don't want to take this game at all. I don't love it. I think Josh Allen is not going to turn the ball over four times in the first half, or the Bills' offense won't turn the ball over the four times in the first half. I think Singletary will be used more. Um, I know it's Giants at home. I'm not going to take the Bills, but at the same time, I don't like the bet anymore. Uh, but what do you think about that? Are you still on the Giants, or are you kind of up in the air on that one as well? Well, I don't love that one, but I would take the Giants for sure. Yep. Let me just run through. We Obviously, we disagreed on New England. We talked about that. Um, we actually disagreed on San Francisco-Cincinnati. I don't feel very strongly about that one either way. Um, I like Indianapolis plus three at Tennessee, but again, it's division home underdog. Um, Brad, you took Tennessee. I like Indianapolis a little bit more, but I don't feel strongly about it. One of the games I actually do feel strongly on that you can't bring yourself to to bet against is uh, Minnesota plus three at Green Bay. I just think Minnesota looks so much better than Green Bay did. I think they're a little bit ahead of them. I I think by the end of the season, everything will be checked out, but that offense was, I know they were humbled. I know they were playing the Bears. That's know, a candidate. Man, That's an upset candidate for me as well. Yeah, you know, and if I wasn't a Green Bay fan, I would definitely agree with you, to be honest. Oh, come on, man. We're all about getting money here, man. I know. I got a little homer in my blood. I just, I'd like to think that the Packers can win their home opener, man. I think Aaron yeah. Rodgers is home opener. That's like, that's my thinking. I know. Aaron Rodgers. You know, when you, once you start opener. to say it out loud, Aaron Rodgers, home opener in Green Bay. Yeah, man. Division I, game. It's been a while since they started 2-0 and with two solid wins under their belt, and I think they're due. It's been a few years since they started Man, out with a nice, if strong, they go sturdy. 2-0 and in the division against Chicago and Minnesota. I just think they're start. due for that. Yeah. Yep. You know, 
And that's where I'm coming from. But I will agree with you. They did not look as good as Minnesota, and they may not be as good as Minnesota right now. I totally get it. Well, the offense has to be – that's the question. Is the offense going to play better in the second week? We'll see. Um, Another game that we disagreed on I felt pretty strongly about, but so did you, was uh, New Orleans. The line has moved now. It's New Orleans plus two and a half. So the betting community is betting New Orleans. Uh, the money's going towards New Orleans because the line's moving. New Orleans plus two and a half at the Rams. I like New Orleans in that one. Um, I continue to. I think they want to come out and prove who the best team in the conference was from last season. I think that revenge factor uh, goes on the road. And I don't think the Rams have a big home field advantage um, in their home opener there. So I'm going to take New Orleans, man. But are you still on the Rams? Ah, this this one I don't love. Yeah, it's a toss up. Yeah, yeah. It's like you know, sometimes the best bet you make is the bet you don't make, right? Yeah, right, for sure. Yep. So this week, let's just sum up uh, the picks that we like. Then we like Arizona um, to lose. It's Arizona plus thirteen. We actually like Baltimore in that game. Uh, We like Denver plus three um, at home versus Chicago. Don't love it, but we like it. We'll bet that one. And we like Pittsburgh uh, minus four uh, versus uh, Seattle at home as well. And then we have some other ones we agree on, but um, you know we're not going to bet those games, I don't think. So that's it, man. You got any uh, parting words for the audience there, Brad? Uh, I got nothing to say. You got to anybody. nothing. You got nothing. <laughs> <laughs> another another uh, inspiring inspiring yeah. quote from brad you put that one on a t-shirt i think we could sell that one i got nothing to say to anybody uh, one of these days we gotta sit down we gotta live stream us watching seinfeld episodes I think that'd let's be good, everybody man. look out for that miami game oh, and i would love to see which way people lean on this one i know man this that's the most interesting one for me of the week yeah it's, it's, that's a lot of fun i'll be watching that one what games are you gonna watch this week what's gonna be on the tvs there well, I'm watching be my game. cousins. Well, of course, you're going to be watching Green Bay, Minnesota. I know you will. Let me look at my favorite games. I want to. I want to see what happens in Indianapolis, Tennessee. I think those are two strong but underrated teams. I'm going to be watching Baltimore this week. I had to watch that game on Game Pass to catch up on it. I want to watch them live this week. Um, New England, Miami. I'm not going to watch live because I think it'll be a blowout. But I'm curious to see what happens there. Seattle, Pittsburgh for me is a big game. Dallas, Washington is a very interesting game for me to watch. Thank goodness I have the uh, Sunday ticket and a bunch of TVs, so I watch, you know, like three or four at a time, so Mm -hmm. I'm doing that. Yeah, man, it's going to be a good week. Um, Tough week to bet uh, as far as Brad and I are concerned, Um, but I'm sure, you know, we're going to have a lot more clarity coming out of week two. We see kind of who the contenders and pretenders are, Uh, so we'll be looking forward to earnings season starting week three next week with the Pick 6 podcast. Uh, Hopefully we can get you money with those our three favorite bets there. Um, I expect probably a 3-0 or a 2-1. Well, I shouldn't say I expect, but that's kind of what we're looking for. And then next season, or next week, baby, it's earning earning some money, Brad. Damn right, baby. Earning a hole in the pocket. Put it out there. Put the bets out there. All right, everybody, uh, tune in. Subscribe, like us, comment. We'll be interactive. Have a great week. Go out, get paid, make some picks.